Hey there, EdTech enthusiasts. Welcome back to EdUp EdTech. I'm Nadia, your tech-savvy host, and I'm stoked to have you join us for another thrilling episode where we unravel the wonders of educational technology. In this fast-paced digital age, the way we learn and teach is evolving at lightning speed. And guess what? We're here to be your compass through this ever-changing landscape. Today, we're diving headfirst into the realm of immersive learning experiences and cutting-edge innovations. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of insights as we chat with a true pioneer in the field. So fasten your seatbelts, hit play, and let's explore the future of education together. I'm Nadia, and this is EdUp EdTech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of EdUp EdTech. My name is Holly Owens. And my name is Nadia Johnson, and we're your hosts. And we are super pumped because we have a fabulous guest with us today. We have the CEO and co-founder of Buzzly, Srinjay Verma, with us. Welcome on into the show. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited to have this conversation with you guys. Yeah, we can't wait to learn more about Buzzly, but we don't want to jump into that right away. We want to keep the people waiting. Uh, first, we want to learn a little bit more about you. So tell us about your experience. How did you get into the ed tech space? Your co-founder, CEO, give us, you know, a little bit about your journey. Yeah, no, awesome. Yeah, thanks. So I think for my journey, I actually started as a student, right? I think a lot of people in ed tech either started as a student or as an educator. And I think that's kind of where my journey started. My journey started um, actually when I was a junior um, at uh, Sacramento State University where I was doing my computer engineering degree. And um, it was in the middle of the COVID pandemic. So we were uh, all, you know, really kind of tucked away, not a lot of connection, not a lot of, you know, ways to meet people. And so while we were there um, on campus, you know, uh, there was a, basically, I, I'm, I'm a pretty social person now, but when I first started out, I wasn't super, super social. And so I really wanted to find a way to kind of connect with my peers um, on campus um, a little bit in a way that w- was available to us, especially during COVID. Um, and so that's actually how Buzzly started is we started as um, during COVID a way to connect with other people on campus. And so we, we started there. And um, after I graduated from um, the university, so many students were still using my product that I uh, created for students that I just created for myself really and for other people around me that um, I realized that there was a huge opportunity here to kind of be able to grow this and, and take it to other universities as well. So yeah, my journey really started out um, as a student and, and kind of it kind of grew from there. Well, that's awesome. I, I mean, like you people are still using it after you graduate. So that says something about how the, the, how the project, I mean, how the, the product is, it's something that's sustainable and scalable, which is great. Um, and I love the, love the stories about starting out as a student, like figuring out like, this is something, this is a gap I can fill or something that needs to be done. I really like that. Yeah. I think, I think I, it's one of those things, like you kind of like find a problem and then find the solution for the problem. And I love those kind of stories where you discover that there's a gap and you build something amazing because you know that there is a gap and you're trying to kind of close that gap. So I love that. Um, so the ed tech space is, is 
we know it's constantly evolving. Um, so what emerging trends, innovations within the ed tech space do you find to be kind of exciting or promising? Um, and how do you see them kind of shaping the future of education? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think when you think about it right now, I think there's, it all starts with the problem, right? And I think when we're kind of coming back to that that problem factor, I think right now we're sitting in a unique time and space where we, we, what we really are seeing across the board is this huge loneliness epidemic where, where students and educators alike are really facing this um, lack of connection and lack of community. And um, specifically higher education institutions are really looking for ways to basically how can how can they brand that? How can they make their community the most um, engaging? And and you know I think it's a lot of in this uh, day and age there's a lot of buzzwords that kind of come out. And I think what we have to do is like look at which tools and which trends um, are important to hop on and which ones we should as educators not actually hop on. And and I think that's a really good um, distinguishing. People uh, always go for the bright shiny thing, and like sometimes that's not the solution. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I don't blame educators, especially nowadays, like when I talk to our customers, they're telling me like that they're getting bombarded with tons and tons of new applications. And I think it's really exciting that there are so many new things coming out, but we really have to like look at it and say, okay, which ones of these are going to drive the best like ROI for our students and also our faculty on our campuses? And how can we do that in a way that is also uh, connected to what the campus is, is looking for, like tailoring it to that to that specific campus. So I think when we're looking at this like overall trend, I think the loneliness epidemic is one that I've, I'm seeing that's really starting to shift the way that educators are thinking about um, different technologies and how to incorporate them. The other one that's pretty exciting is of course AI. I think AI is, I think, I think for a long time, education um, has been wanting to implement AI. I think now is the time that that um, higher education institutions and even some high schools are looking at ways that they can adopt their um, curriculum or even adopt new tools and are willing to take that first step, willing to try that first product and, and kind of see how that goes. So right off the two, top two um, things is probably AI and I think really just that um, connection. People are looking for connection right now. I love the connection piece because even just like working remote and everything kind of going to this tech technology space after the pandemic, there's just an, uh, a kind of, we just sometimes don't feel as connected uh, when we're learning or when we're collaborating. So I, I'm like a stickler for collaborative and um, like connect, like apps and, and tools that connect people. I love that um, in this technology-driven world. Yeah, too. And it has to be something that feels authentic. Yes. Process. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a, it's a, it's just something, like, we do things, like, every day. We do, like, text messaging or phone calls for, uh, you know, people <laughs> older generation. TikToks and things like that. We have to feel like it's, it's a part of what we do daily. So, definitely, I can see where you're coming at with the trends that you just described. Yeah. Right. And I think the other thing that's really exciting is that for the first time we're seeing a lot of the education space feeling being willing to take that first step and really, um, you know, they're seeing the need. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing is like their students are telling them and um, it's exciting for sure. That's great. 
all right well you know you have you've already said some really amazing things you have a great story and you have you've put some trends out there that you think you're going to continue to expand now we want to know all about buzzly so tell our audience what buzzly is what does it do for education institutions you know give us all the details so that people can start you know getting excited about it yeah no definitely I think it's really great to, I love how you started with the story because um, the story of Buzzly is super integral into kind of how Buzzly plays out. And uh, we, we really target, you know, universities, four-year institutions and community colleges. Um, those are the people who, who really use us the most. Um, we have a couple of high schools that are, are, are testing us. Um, but really it comes back to when I was a student, right? I, we were trying to find a way to kind of connect with other students on campus. We launched this tool for students to basically build connections on campus. Um, you could basically meet others in your, in your major, you could connect with other people. And the thing that we saw that was very exciting is within like the first two weeks, we had almost 8,000 students on the platform. And that was- Oh, exciting. that's something to celebrate. I know. Gracious. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> It was really exciting. We didn't expect it to kind of take off the way that it did. And we saw that there was such a huge need for this. And so many students were talking about it um, at, at one, one, while I was there. And since then, um, the as soon as that happened, the university contacted us and they had, they mentioned like, hey, like, is there a way that we can utilize this platform to you know re relay information to students? Can we send out notifications through here? Um, what are some ways that we can partner? And so that's kind of where the uh, initial discussion even started because when we started Buzzly it was really a student-to-student -student tool and since then it's kind of evolved into something that is a lot more um, seeing how we can bridge the gap between students and then higher education administrators and since then it's we've even pivoted it a little bit more into how can we engage those students prior to coming to campus and so that's kind of where the tools evolved to now so it started as a student-to-student -student tool and now we've, we're closer to um, a tool where we can help uh, those uh, higher education uh, enrollment managers, um, different uh, CMOs at universities to kind of bring that community to their campus before students even reach their campus. So how can we engage them? And then once they're at the campus, because they're already involved, um, how can we continually send them information like scholarships, updates, you know, uh, different, we have different colleges within universities sending out information about um, you know, any of those different types of things, you know, channels are really difficult nowadays because students don't check everything. But when you have something that students are checking, they want to see how that kind of goes. So really what student Buzzly is, is Buzzly started as a student -to student tool. And now we're a student higher engagement tool that helps universities um, bring students uh, to their campus. And then once they're at their campus, help them stay engaged. And uh, we like to kind of think of ourselves as like a a uh, sense of belonging platform where, where students can meet others um, um, in their same major, meet others with the same interests, um, really get connected. And then once they're connected prior to coming to campus, um, they're more likely to enroll in, into the university. So that's kind of what the platforms evolved to now. But really when we started, it was just like, how can I meet other people in my major? How can I find the people from my hometown when I came to a foreign university and didn't know anyone? Right. Um, student. How do, how do I like connect with people, right? Especially at those larger institutions, like sometimes you feel you feel very disconnected um, it, besides the people in your class, but the classes, sometimes the lecture halls, but even the smaller communities, too. <laughs> like right. it, it's really it, it's really amazing um, what you're doing. And I, when you're saying you're connecting it with higher education administrators, I'm assuming you're connecting students with the, the places they need to go on campus to get things done. Um, and knowing the who the people are that can help them, like maybe like financial aid or advising, stuff like that. 
Right, exactly. And um, what we do is like we help students by providing them with the resources. And I think a lot of other um, applications out there that are also similarly in our space um, don't do the best job of keeping it simple. And so we, we've done it a great job of keeping it simple and keeping it focused on the student. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're, where we focus is like, hey, we, we're built purpose built from the student's perspective um, and we super like kind of tailor it to your campus. And I think that combination is something that's very unique um, when you look at the um, campus, like at the landscape as a whole. And that's what we've, we've been, that's what we've been hearing from our partner institutions is that's why they love us is because of the fact that they're able to tailor it so much. And then it's also super simple for the student to use. I love it. You said something about like how you, how it started off as like a student to student kind of platform, but you've now kind of like moved into the space of like student to who are they connect like who else are they able to connect with like yeah. student to um, I guess institution I would say right yeah so think about it like this if you're um, applying to a four year institution and you're thinking about um, coming to that coming to that institution. Um, how can you get involved in the community prior to coming to campus? So we help build up that community, but more importantly, once they do actually enroll, we help continue that and, and make it like a seamless transition into, into their classes, into their, um, into their, you know, their, their university and their college and everything else. And so that's, what's really exciting about this is the fact that you can actually build a really, really vibrant community prior to coming to campus and have all that convert over um, into enrolled students. And then the more important thing is actually keeping that persistence, right? Keeping those students engaged throughout their four years or however long that they're going to be at the institution. Um, and so the cool thing is with Buzzly, uh, we help, we take care of all that. So we, we, you know, you just kind of give us like, Hey, um, these are the students that I'm like, that are looking to our prospects and we help generate up that community for you. We do all the work of tailoring it for your brand and all that good stuff. And then once we launched it, you already have, you know, we can guarantee at least we're going to get 5,000 to 8,000 students involved in like the first couple of, of weeks of launching it, just because we know that the product itself does a great job of kind of growing itself. Um, when we first launched it, actually, we launched it in California at Sacramento State University. And then all of a sudden it started on its own, started going out to UC Davis and um, uh, UCLA and other, other campuses. You already nailed all the big ones. I mean, but yes, yeah, so we saw what happened is we, what we saw is that the students themselves were sharing it. Right. And so that's the key is like because students are the ones sharing it with their friends, it's it's less of like a university. Uh, we are a university provided tool, but you have your students that are the ones that are like telling their friends about it. And so that's what's kind of like a superpower um, with Buzzy over other platforms that we've seen. That's that's really cool. And I love it that they're sharing it like it's you know, also too, it's, it's a great marketing tool or marketing situation for institutions. If you're kind of doing with the, with the prospective students, so they get an idea of what the culture and the community is like already on the campus. So I can see, I can see the added value to that for institutions, especially, um, in times where higher ed right now is kind of in a, in a bit of a shift, I'll say when it comes to enrollment things and figuring out, what kind of role higher ed plays in everybody's, you know, situations and in their lives. So this is a great tool to like, you know, kind of like, it's important, you know, you need to know, you get a lot more than just a expensive piece of paper. You also get community and networking and career stuff. So. Exactly. And what's exciting is that I think that um, 
we're seeing this, like you just mentioned, this shift, right? We're seeing this huge shift across all the higher education institutions as to ways that they can better serve their students. And I think that's amazing, um, both for the student, but it's almost a necessity on the institutions um, and for them to do that, to be able to stay competitive, especially when um, students are kind of maybe even shifting away from higher ed nowadays because of their, uh, there may be a little bit of a distrust with higher ed. And so how can we combat that? Yeah. Um, and, and I think community is a great way to do that. That's awesome. I, I kind of want to jump around a little bit because I do have a question. Because <laughs> um, I'm curious, like, so like, you know, like data privacy, security, all of those things. And then also just keeping like, you know, because this is a student to student platform, keeping the interactions between students kind of positive. Um, what what steps do you what steps do you guys take at Buzzly to kind of safeguard student data, protect their privacy, um, and kind of keep make sure those that those interactions between that student to student is positive and um, conducive to you know helping them within this the higher ed space and navigating um, you know the higher ed space or that secondary schooling. That's a great question and you hit it on the nose, right? That's the number one question that we get. Um, and it's really important to really have a safe and inclusive environment. And that's the first thing that we had to figure out uh, when we launched the product was like, how are we gonna keep this safe, inclusive, and also be reflective of the campus's values? Because every campus is different and every campus has their own culture and how can we can we kind of tailor that? Um, and so a couple of things that we've done is we like to think of ourselves as like the safe alternative to these communities because we see other communities that have you know popped up and I think that's amazing. Some anonymous platforms, which are which are great, um, but you also have a lot of toxicity and sometimes a lot of um, just a lot of you know bullying and harassment that can happen on these yeah. platforms. So how do you you know how do you kind of uh, veer away from that? And what we've done is we've really created a really unique balance between having on-campus moderators. So those moderators that are employed by us. So we, we pay for these student moderators. Um, but then we also work with the institution one-on-one -on -one to have the, with their different centers, if the, whether that be the LGBTQ center, or for example, it might be the MLK center, whatever that might look like, we work with them individually to come up with a set of community guidelines that fits that campus. And then we, deploy that out and the other thing is um on the platform itself we're also using like a lot of things like ai and these other things like that but what we've seen the biggest way to kind of keep it safe is students know that this is a platform to come to to kind of share their thoughts and be authentic about themselves and meet people but they also know that this is somewhat loosely um correlated with the university so we, we are seeing that students are not um you know really taking that kind of going a little bit off off the beaten path and saying some of those things that we we've seen so a mixture of the moderation and then also just the context in which students are posting on it is also really important and obviously you have to follow FERPA guidelines with anything if you're dealing with higher education institutions and I'm sure that's already a given because that's like the first thing they come at you with is you have to go through all this but yeah it sounds it it sounds really amazing and it's has taken off for you, which is awesome. Um, 
And I'm really glad that you were able to come on the show and share, you know, about Busley. We, we definitely would love to have you back and see what's happening um, with Busley in, in about six months. But we're coming up on the end of the episode. It, it goes pretty fast, the conversation. And we have two final questions for you. So is there anything else you want to share about Busley? Anything you forgot? You know, any, you know, things that you want the audience to know? And obviously we're going to have things in the in the show notes for them to reach out to you and reach and go check out Busley. And then the last question kind of going along with the trends, we want to, we want to look into the future a bit. So we want to know your take from being an entrepreneur and, you know, co-founding this, this, uh, ed tech tool, what does the future look like? So did we miss anything? And then tell us about the future. Yeah, sounds good. I think we kind of hit on most of the points. I think the only thing I would say is that if you are at a four-year institution or at a two-year institution, you're looking at all these different tools that are kind of coming at you, really like looking at them and saying, which ones, which of these tools are going to really have the biggest ROI for my students in my institution? And how can we prove that? I think um, at Buzzy, we have a really great way to be able to showcase how many students and how many students we can convert over. And uh, not only do the numbers show it, the students themselves are, you know, the different student organization bodies on campus and students themselves start raving about the product. So I think when you're looking at the different options that uh, that to kind of bring students to your campus, you know, consider Buzzy as an option because um, students are really raving about us. And then I think on the point about uh, the future of ed tech. I think that's a really great, great uh, point to bring up. I think there's a lot of different things out there. I, I would say when I'm looking at in the next five years, I think that e uh, education, we're going to see a lot of these AI tutors that are going to be popping up. And I think that personalization is going to be the number one thing for higher ed to be able to get a hold of uh, because of the fact that, um, you know, just technology is moving so quick. And I think that students are learning what they would be learning in a classroom um, potentially through AI uh, at a you know at a, at a much shorter time frame and so how can you leverage that as an institution how can you bring those AI tutors personalization to your classroom um, and, and how can you do that in a way so I think that's the first thing and then the other thing I think is that um, I, I hope that this trend goes uh, back up but I think that we're going to see a continued uh, decreased enrollment um, across the across the board when it comes to the higher education um, sector. However, I am optimistic. I'm an optimistic type of person. So I would say I'm optimistic that I think with some tools and I think also with some mindset shifts at uh, institutions, uh, we can start to curb that decrease. So what you're saying is higher ed needs to change. <laughs> Get with the times, right? Yeah, I haven't been at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been in higher ed working for about two years now, but I still, I, I know what, I know what it's like. I remember, you know, being a student and stuff. So higher ed needs to embrace the change in, in, in what's happening. And I think they're, they are starting to do that. I'm not trying to like, you know, harp on higher ed, but it's time. It's, it's definitely time. Well, this is, this is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to Nadia and myself and sharing all the things about Buzzly. Thanks so yeah. much for having us. It was an amazing conversation. Yes. That brings us to the end of another captivating journey through the world of educational technology. If you found today's episode as enlightening as I did, make sure to subscribe and share it with your fellow EdTech enthusiasts. 
Your support keeps us going and brings more amazing content your way. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. Connect with us on social media. We love hearing your thoughts, suggestions, and ideas for future episodes. As we sign off, this is Holly urging you to stay curious, stay inspired, and keep pushing the boundaries of education, technology, and beyond. Until next time, take care and keep learning.